This is the Dan and Christy podcast. The McNugget Buddies are back at Macca's in the limited edition Kerwin Frostbox. Hit breakfast with Dan and Christy and it's business time. It's business time. Oh, slide the Yeah, I like this business idea. Of course you do. Business sucks, baby. (laughs) Because you're talking off air to producer Matthew and I about a great business proposition. God, you two. All I said was that I think I have a great business idea. Yes, it's maybe being done, but perhaps there's still market and space for it. Mm -hmm. I just said that women, when Mm -hmm. we have to, like, if we might be using a toy, those (laughs) toys that we adults use Mm. are so friggin' loud that they are not sexy, right? And they make so much friggin' noise, it sounds like a jackhammer. Mm. And I just said we should create a product called, like, the Quiet Grater or the Sly Brater. Oh, right. You got it? Like okay. something that's sly and discreet. This is a great idea. Such so, a good idea. Thank you. Thank you. So, hey, Carol Hasn't White, this happened, though? Like, I, surely, by now. So what? Everyone mm. reinvents something that happens. I actually sent a pitch to <laughs> my old manager about a product. I was like, mm. why not? For instance, Abby Chatfield, who we love, you know, has mm-hmm. her own podcast with Listener. Abby does stuff um, about, you know, adult toys and products oh, yeah. and stuff. And I was like, hang on. I want to do this as well. I mean, maybe my kids might be a bit embarrassed, but I was like, this is a good idea because there is nothing worse than if you and your partner are, you know, having a bit of cuddle time or whatever, and then you pull out this thing and it's so loud and it's Mm -hmm. unsexy and it sounds like a car breaking down and, you know, your kids are in the next room or you're trying to be discreet and do something by yourself when your partner's like, I don't know, watching the footy. That's never happened to me. It's just an (laughs) example. Yeah, that that is sounds like a real story. Um, Well, you got to like really fire it up at the moment. You got to. But when you called it the sly brater or whatever you called, I immediately thought of Sylvester Stallone. So you're wagering. That'd get us off. Yeah, we got the eye of the tiger out there. Dan and Christy. Now we're down at Haggle Rock. Because JB Hi-Fi, they said they're going to take the deal with customers from now on. So if you want to debate the price, uh, go for it. You know, this is good. I do always bargain myself. You're and a I run a hard bargain. And I have no shame in doing so. I just go, you know what? What's a better price? And if it's not good enough, it's not good enough. You know what? You just are like away. my stepdad, Greg. I mm-hmm. was with my stepdad, Greg, and my mom. So I'm with my parents. And they were haggling for, because they were building a house, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were talking to their builder. And he was getting, I kid you not, by the end of this haggle, he was getting, like, toilet paper thrown in. Mm. The extra stuff that he was asking for, was it was so embarrassing. Give me some TP, three yeah, <laughs> The stuff he was asking for mm. was so embarrassing. Mm. They're there haggling, and he's like, no shame whatsoever. No, like, you may like, as well. Yeah, are you happy now, Greg? It just kept going. I learnt from the book of Kenny Rogers. you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, <laughs> and know when to walk away and know when to run. But Tamisha <laughs> from Heathcote, are uh, you a haggler? I haven't haggled. But yeah. I seem to sit on Facebook and look at free stuff because that's the only way we can live in 2024. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so what a kind good of free idea. stuff have you got? Oh, mate, I come down to Victoria with nothing but clothes on my back and now I've got a three-bedroom house full. <laughs> what? Good idea, babe, because you, you know what? It's like you know what? that it's thing when they want to get rid of something on Facebook Marketplace, you can get heaps of stuff for free. That's it. Like, I had a baby in November and I had nothing. By the time I had her in the November, I had everything. 
Right. So um, is this like a hard rubbish day down there, Tamisha? Because I know they used to do that in Melbourne where people would just put stuff out in the street like X couches. I think I got myself a computer monitor and all this Did crap. You really? yeah. yeah, they literally do that, don't they, Tamisha? They do, but I seem to just sit on Facebook. Like I've got TVs, lounges, you name it, I've got it. Oh, wow. All right, well, let's all get on Marketplace right now and search free items near me. Let's go to Haggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Megan from Moraine. Good morning, hon. Do you haggle? I haggle everything. Mm. <laughs> All right. What do you I haggle? I about that. Um, well, I always, before school, like back to school, um, my kids obviously need new school clothes. I don't buy brand new. I always buy second hand. So Marketplace is my go-to. Mm-hmm. And even if the top's like 15 bucks, I'll say, I'll give you five. And so I was like, yep. That's perfect. We'll take that. So I'll go and buy four shirts for 20 bucks instead of 15 bucks each. Absolutely. Uh, God, yeah, you've got to save where you can. My son's bike, if they wanted like 1600 and I got it down to 800 so I saved 800 bucks. Whoa, Good half work. price. Yeah, nice. for a mountain bike. Yeah, my son's really into mountain biking. Um, you've just got to haggle no matter what it is. You've got to get that price down, especially this day and age. With the inflation prices. Mm. Yeah. It's horrible, you know. True. I'd like to get 50% off Christy's husband's <laughs> underpants. <laughs> Dad and Christy. We love the listener app and bedtime explorers are the magical places you go. The little ones are going to nod off to this one, but not us because we love it as parents. It's hosted by Amy Taylor Kabaz. She joins us right now to talk things dreaming in the kids. Good morning, Amy. How are you going? Um, very well, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, now, Amy. you're a mother of uh, three young children. So tell us about, first of all, the listener podcast and why you got into it. It actually started because my kids wouldn't go to sleep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started, I am a meditation teacher for mums for many years. And so I started using some of those skills to try and get my kids to sleep, telling them different stories about you know, imagine we're on a plane and we're going to this place or we're walking through a rainbow and it seemed to work. And so developed this idea of creating bedtime stories for kids and many, many years later, I think it's 30 million downloads now or something crazy like that. Wow. (laughs) Congratulations, Amy. I love that you, as a mum, thought up this great idea when you were trying to get the kids to sleep. And what a revolutionary idea because, you know, we've always read books to the kids, which is great, don't get me wrong, and I don't say otherwise, but going in the direction of the kids listening to a podcast and listening to something gentle in their ears and falling asleep comfortably, there's a lot to be said for that. There is. And what I discovered in researching and creating it is that the brain waves are really different at the end of the day. Uh, for children in particular, but for all of us. And it's often when the worries surface. I don't know if you've noticed this, all of your listeners, but at the end of the day, it's kind of the moment where the kids finally tell you that there was something wrong at school today. And you think to yourself, are you kidding me? You could have told me this all day and you want to tell me this now. And I didn't understand that that's because the brain actually changes before sleep. We're almost access the different parts. So if we can listen to something that tells a story but also weaves in these ideas of you're safe, 
everything's going to be okay, use your breath if you feel worried, then we're accessing that part of the brain and helping them fall asleep but also really helping them deal with those big worries. And there are some big worries. I'll tell you what, uh, there's some soothing bedtime routines I go to too sometimes with the nightmares. I'm sleep deprived at the best of times. But um, do you have any useful strategies? Because my eight-year-old Isabel is having nightmares and kind of stress about YouTube because she's watched some pretty awful stuff on YouTube Reels Mm. and she's having nightmares all the time. Do you have any hints or tips there, Amy, to kind of get her through the night? Oh, Dan, I feel for you. I have been there. (laughs) I've had kids who have seen things on YouTube that they really shouldn't have seen. And then Mm. that worry that kicks in at night time that they're going to see it in their mind again. I think my experience is to actually talk about it but away from the bedtime. So in the afternoon or maybe in the next morning, try and talk about what they saw isn't real, what they're worried about. You know, talk it through in a logical way, but away from the bedtime. And instead at bedtime, you know, obviously something like bedtime explorers, but something that actually keeps their mind distracted as they fall asleep. The thing is, is that those worries will continue to resurface as they drop into sleep unless they can refocus on something else. So I think it's a two-pronged approach in a way to talk about it, to take that fear away, but away from the bedtime and then also replace it with different healthy things to think about. Um, It's such a huge thing for kids these days is that they see things or they have access to things before they should, even if we're the most diligent parents, it just slips in. Instead, kind of use that as an opportunity to talk about it, um, but away from that bedtime. That is brilliant Mm. advice, Amy. Absolutely going to take that on board. I'm excited uh, for my children to be listening to your podcast on Listener Bedtime Explorers, and hopefully this will help Dan too, because he's been kicked out of his own bed, Mm -hmm. and he's a little sleep deprived because the kids (laughs) need mum. I feel for you, Dan. I really do. I have been there. My eldest is now 16, so this has been a long class for me as well to figure out how to help these amazing little creatures who often overthink things and really, as I said, see things before they should. Um, And as long as we can just talk to them about it logically during the day and then really tell them that they're safe before bed. You know, the messages in Bedtime Explorers is based on resilience, mindfulness skills. So they think they're just listening to a story about a dog or a dinosaur, but actually what they're hearing is how to believe in themselves, how safe they are, that everything is okay. And so if we can weave those stories in, then that rebuilds that resilience. Oh, well, hopefully some sweet dreams tonight, Amy Taylor-Kabaz. I hope so uh, Well, thank you for the useful strategies. And I definitely will do this. I might even switch off technology myself because it does kind of distract you from mm. sleep. I kind of resist going to bed when there's so many funny memes out there. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's a lot of parents that accidentally fall asleep with their kids listening to Bedtime Explorers, so <laughs> it works for everybody. Well, find it at Bedtime Explorers, Magical Places, on Listener at the moment, hosted by the lovely Amy Taylor-Kabaz. Uh, well, sweet dreams. Thanks for joining Dan and Christy on Hit. Thanks for having me. Dan and Christy! I love this guy. Um, his name is Chris Hemsworth. He is Thor, and geez, he's a wonderful man, a good friend of yours, Christy Hayes, who plays Kirsty say... Sutherland on Home and Away. Just say Christy. And he was Kim on the show, and I remember him wearing budgie smugglers. He had about 47 abs at the time. He used to save people while they were windsurfing. Oh, my He'd God. He'd tell people to rack off. I was waiting for that. You watched yeah. Home and Away 
Like, more than anyone. I watched it every single night. I watched the news and watched Home and Away straight <laughs> afterwards. So Chris Hemsworth, uh, he's a wonderful actor, but he stood up for his fellow Aussie. So there's this bloke. He's a 22-year-old singer. Um, his name is Sean Millers. And he's getting trolled on the internet. So um, he's receiving negative comments. Uh, he's received online. Uh, so this is what uh, Sean Millers had to say. I want to say thank you so much for all the love that you've shown. I see the hurtful comments, but I just try to ignore it and focus on the positives. Never give up. Keep doing what you love. And I can't wait to see you guys in the shows in April. Oh, dude. That is so lovely. He has a rare genetic disorder and he, you know, is a beautiful singer and has his lovely voice and he's really trying to make it in his mm. world as a singer. He's on the voice. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And people are just doing what they always do, particularly in Australia, which really gives me the pits mm-hmm. because we're... Normally in Australia, we would never just walk up to a stranger and tell them off. Um, mm. we not like that. And no we're starting to lose it. that. But we do do it online, and I mm. hate that. But anyway, um, Chris Hemsworth just shows what an absolute legend he is. And he uses his uh, platform just to be nice. And he posted this, and he said, hey, mate, you're a champion. Keep spreading the love and positive energy. And I like this as well. Chris Hemsworth elaborates, and he says, let me ask you this. How many of those people who throw hurtful comments your way have ever met you in person? I bet not many, because most of them hide under a rock or a blocked account with all the other cowards who are afraid to be vulnerable and put themselves out there because mm. they're afraid of being rejected themselves, so they attack the world before it attacks them. And then he said to Sean Millis, don't even look at the rubbish, mate. Don't even give them that satisfaction. Oh, you know, so good, Chris Hemsworth. So well said, because mm. it is a thing, like... People do just feel because, and this is why I talked about deleting social media, when people have access to you, they really do just feel like they are inclined or have the right to send nasty messages to you. Like, remember I told you I got... Yeah, you got one the other day. I keep getting messaged by this guy. I'm not going to say his name on air, although I'm really tempted to, right? say his name. Let's get him. You know what... (laughs) <laughs> Let's get him on the show. We he are keeps... way uh, yeah above that. Like we, don't, you don't throw you know um, just crap on a. Well, he, he keeps telling me that I'm laughing at you and I'm fake laughing, but it's like no. <laughs> <laughs> You do. That, that was fake. That yeah. was just, uh, yeah. I never find Dan a, a funny at press all. all the time. Um, yeah, it's so funny, though, like, because those comments that you do see, and they all have one thing in common, and that's they're all unhappy. You've got something that they don't have, usually. Yeah, that's right. Um, I get to work with you every day. And you get to work with Chris Hemsworth, a site for Thor. <laughs> Talking bad Valentine's Day stories on 131060, the fails out there. Because uh, you didn't really fail yesterday, but uh, your mum and Deb kind of ruined it for you. Yeah, I made a romantic dinner for my beautiful little family and I, and uh, and mum and Deb managed to walk in with the mail whilst we're sitting down, opens the mail in front of me, opens my mail. Not just mm. her mail, opens my mail, killed the bars, then I got stressed about money. Anyway... <laughs> Somebody who didn't have a fail, though, just quickly, is hmm. the Prime Minister of Australia, Anthony Albanese. He got engaged yesterday on Valentine's Day. Hello. Must be nice to have the money what while people are struggling. <laughs> anyway, uh, congratulations, all that sort of stuff. But hmm. that's nice. He did put up a photo on X, formerly known as Twitter, and hmm. it just says, she said yes. So oh, no matter who you time. are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always deserve the right question. to be happy. Yeah, exactly. Um, she's got a beautiful ring on, so she did say yes, but imagine if she didn't say yes. Imagine people are out there hmm. who have proposed on Valentine's Valentine's Day and adjust. You just don't get a yes. Sometimes that happens. You wear your heart on your sleeve. Like the one time I got the rose for Carly in year six, uh, she dumped me on that day and dumpings do happen, especially on Valentine's Day. It's a good day to do it, I think. You know, out of all of the days. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Let's ask Beck from Shepparton. Now, have you had any Valentine's Day fails? Um, I had this boyfriend from years ago and I went over his house for Valentine's Day. Mind you, he did nothing for me for Valentine's Day. He got me nothing. (laughs) And 
I had like a suspicion to go through his phone. So while he was in the shower, I went through his phone and found out he was cheating on me. And I confronted him and then he dumped me on Valentine's Day. Oh, oh my God. Can I say back, I love that you went yeah. through his phone because that's how I once found out a boyfriend. What? Ashton, the one I just mentioned, was semi-cheating on me too. You poor thing, Beg. So did you just have an inkling that he was cheating on you? Yes, yeah, I did. What did the yep. message say? Can you remember it all these years later? It was like sexting and like photos and stuff, and I was like, oh, oh my god, god. I can't believe this. Yeah, it's the worst feeling, isn't it? Like when you have that pit in your stomach. This is usually how ninety percent of relationships end because you do find out that someone is, you know, texting someone else or sending pictures. And Beck, when mm. you confronted him, did he even say sorry or did he just dump you? He just dumped dumped me. What an absolute loser! Yeah, what? but mind you, I'm, I'm going to tell you something else. Mm. Years later, he's he's got like four kids to four different women, <gasps> and this ex of his, we became best friends. Oh, really? Had, nice. had his baby, and now I'm the godmother of his child. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should start locking his phone from now on. <laughs> Barista made ice cold. Drive through for your iced coffee favorites at McCafe. That was the Dan and Christie podcast. Dan and Christie.